Hello and welcome to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain to you why. There's a creation tool that's located within the Anchor app, which will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And then Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. That's also one of the perks of using Anchor. And then your podcast could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place, which is in the Anchor app. So if you want to get started, and again, it's totally free, then download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to Life As It Is with me, Dora Middleton. In today's segment, I would like to talk about damaged men and damaged women. And the reason why I say damaged is because I'm talking about people that have, they've been in so many bad relationships to where they bring those bad relationships into their new relationships relationships and friendships and that's why I say damaged and because they've been mistreated in such a way to where they their self-esteem is just shot it's so low because of the treatment that they've gotten from their past their friends in the past or their their lovers or their husbands or their wives and when they get to you they are so damaged to where they have you thinking sometimes, oh, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because you don't want to abandon this person just because they've been, you feel they're damaged. And they'll tell you, oh, they will tell you. I have had men tell me that they are damaged goods. And I'm like, okay. Then if you know this, then you need to figure out a way to fix it. You need to find yourself. You need to get your self-esteem back up the way it needs to be. You need to stay clear of people that you've had in the past that has caused you to become damaged, caused your self-esteem to to be low. You need to stay away from those type of people. But they don't hear you. I had a friend. The the person tried to date. He wanted to date me for years. Okay. And I just. I could sense that there were some issues there. Okay. Real serious issues. Mind wise. Because he. I could hear it. And then. When the person told me one day. Talking to you makes me feel better than talking to my own therapist. I'm like, oh, therapist. And there's nothing wrong with having a therapist if that's what you need. But I said, is that right? Okay. And the person went on to say, well, you know, I've been in these abusive relationships these women, they've said this to me. They've done this. My ex-wife is doing this. What's You know what's sad about the whole situation with this guy? 
is this for one this is your ex true you shared he shared children with this woman okay but yet she was still your ex so whenever this woman had something she had to do she first I'll, I'll go back even a little bit further in his divorce he actually got the house okay but he still allowed her to live in that house because of course his kids were there so you can understand that but when this guy told me that when she wanted to go spend time with her lover or her new man or her whatever she called him oh she told me to babysit the animals all of these animals i mean they had quite a few and i'm like okay so now you're the babysitter for the animals well you know she doesn't do anything you know, I pay what I'm supposed to pay her be after the divorce and then I'm still paying all the other bills and her cable and her this and paying that and this. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Now, my question I had for him is, what is her new man doing? Because it seems like he's not doing anything because you're still doing it like you're still her husband. You're supposed to help your children, okay? Your children, pay her alimony, all right? As long as the court said you have to pay it. But to my knowledge, I believe he was finished with all of that, okay? With all of the alimony or whatever he had to pay. But yet he was he was still taking care of this woman. And she was still going and being with her, her lover, her man. So he would call me and vent and she's using me. She treats me like shit and she this and she's that. Why does she do this when I'm just trying to help her? Why does she do it? This is what I said. I said she does it because you allow it. You're not obligated to do anything for her. She's no longer your wife. You've paid everything you were supposed to pay. Your focus should be your children. That's all you have to do is take care of your children and be a father to your two children. Well, she makes me feel bad. She says this. She says that. Okay. She makes you feel bad while she's playing house with her lover. She comes back and she makes you feel bad. Okay. The, his boss would make him work so many long hours and he he would be exhausted and you know and then he want he wanted to tell me about that i said your boss can only do to you what you allow see here's the thing yes you work for these people they might be your 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 boss you know your your supervisor on your job or whomever but you don't allow anyone to disrespect you and to use you Okay, you let these people know, at least I I am the type of person and when I've worked for people and, you know, I let it be known. Okay, at this point, you may be higher up in the company, but you're not going to disrespect me. Okay, you're not going to use me. All right. And I let it be known. I don't I don't give a damn who you are, what position you have. 
I'm not going to allow you to belittle me, okay? I am not going to allow you to disrespect me at all. And I constantly told this guy this. Stop letting your co-workers and, and your supervisor mistreat you like this. I mean, they're treating you like you're, you're nothing. So finally, he obviously got tired of it. And he contacted me and said, well, what should I say? What should I say to him? I had to look at the phone like, is, is this a joke? What? So I found myself telling him what to say to his supervisor, what to say to his girlfriends when he had them. I'm not here for that, okay? I am not here for that. I'm here to be a friend. And I'm I, I the rest of this drama that you let take place in your life, I don't want to be a part of it. But then... It's sad because you hear the person, they're down, they're crying, but I'm looking like this is, this is what you allow. You know, and the sad thing about it is even his children, well, at least one of his kids was treating him like he was her bitch. Okay. (laughs) Still in this car, doing riding around at two o'clock in the morning with the men at sixteen, fifteen, sixteen years old. Still in his work truck at that. And I told him, "You put your foot down. Are you going to allow this child to cost you everything that you own? God forbid she goes out there and hit and kill someone." Okay, because she didn't know how to drive. And what is she doing at that age riding around with two boys in the car? And and she didn't like me at all because she knows. I told her father, you better, you're the father. Okay, she's your child. Stop letting her treat you like you're her child, like you're her bitch. Put your foot down and let her know. It's not going to happen. You're, and let her know that she's going to be in the house at a certain time. And if she's not doing right in school or if she's not doing what she has to do, she's not going anywhere. Okay? So she has such an issue with me. And I was his, I was a really good friend of his. But she would try to cause problems to where she would tell her mom, you know, mom, he's doing this and he listens to everything she tells him and he doesn't let me do this because of her. And she told him one day, now she's, like I said, she was 15 or 16 years old. He left me at home by myself one day and went to visit her. And I'm like, okay, and you fight like hell for this man to leave you at home. You're basically 16 years old and he left you home for a couple of hours And you're telling your mother, little girl, please, like I explained to him and and her, I'm not the one you want to play with, okay? I I don't deal with my own children or grandchildren or anyone else's children disrespecting me. I'm not, I'm definitely not going to deal with yours, okay? 
that's ridiculous. Little girl, stay in your road, stay in your lane, do what you have to do, but do not play with me. You know, and I had to let that be known. So she was always hush hush when it came to me. She didn't have anything to say to me. I didn't have anything to say to her because I'm an adult. And like I explained to him, she doesn't want to play with me like that. And she knew that because I had said it to her as well. And he knew it. So I told him the best thing you can do is just, you know, don't bring your daughter around me. Okay, because if she gets out of hand the same way I would do with my any family's children or even friends children that has gotten out of hand, I've put them in their place. You're going to respect me because you're the child and I'm the adult. Okay, and you're you know that and, and you will give me my respect and you will act like a child. So that she hated that that little girl didn't have any direction her her father was being verbally and, and physically abused by women and she was out there being whatever she felt she wanted to be and she didn't like the fact that I was not like her mom I was not going to tolerate the bullshit okay I was not going to tolerate it and so but it's it, <laughs> It was it was because the the reason why that child was like that was because the mother spent so much time just trying to worry about going over to screw her lover rather than rather than be a father, I mean a mother to her children and he was damaged. Okay? He just let everyone run over him. And I'm like, why am I in this situation? This is I this is messy. Okay? I'm just your friend. For years, I was a friend to this person. I listened to every complaint he had about everything in his life. And I I tried to help him because I was like, you can't turn your back on someone that's in need. You know, I, I pray for this person. I ask God to give this man a backbone. Give him the strength he needs to stand up for for himself. You know, and I did all that I could. And until finally, I couldn't do it anymore. The last straw was when he said he bought. Oh, my God. And I, oh, goodness. The last straw is when he said he was dating this woman. And he bought her a brand new Mercedes. And that. He was actually, for one, I'm going to go back even further than that. If, first of all, I think she could have possibly been too young for him because she claimed she was in college. I don't know, but the guy was my age. So the woman should have been out of college, been situated, had her career going. I don't know what was going on, but whatever the case may be. He bought her this Mercedes. When they would go out, she'd have this five-year-old, four or five-year-old child that she told him was her niece. And in the middle of this conversation, I asked the guy, I said, who is this this child you're talking about? Is that her child? Oh, no, no, it's her niece. I said, well, how often does she have this child? 
Oh, well, every time we go out, she has this child. She's just helping her sister. I said, no, that's just her child. Well, she said, she said what? I said, honey, that's her child. Okay, at the end of it all, that was her child. She had a whole damn husband at home. And when he found all this out, he had his friend that owned a towing company to tow the car. She came in his house and hit him over the head with a brick. The man was physically abused by women. And the car he never got back because it was a part of some kind of evidence because her and her husband and their friends were selling drugs and committing crimes in that said car that he still had to pay off. And was complaining, you know, I'm paying all this money for this car and I can't even get the car. They won't give it to me. They tell me it's evidence. And when I tell them, they ask me how she ended up with my car. I told them I bought it for her. And the kicker is, <laughs> he said, and it's not funny. It really isn't. It's not funny. I'm not laughing at him. I'm just, I just, it's unbelievable to me. But he said the police would tell him, you're such a punk bitch. You bought a bitch a car and this and that. And I'm like, wow. Okay, so now the police are making you feel like you're less than. You know, they're putting you down like everyone else has. And I'm just shaking my head like, wow. Unbelievable. So then after that situation, I said to myself, I've got to remove myself away from this person. I can't take any more of his his negativity. I can't take any more of his... And I'm sorry if, if I offend anyone when I say this, but the whining. You are a whole grown ass man. Why are you whining? Handle your business, okay? You have to do better. So I removed myself out of this situation. I said, you know what? Maybe I'm not the friend for you because I've tried to help you. I've tried to help you with those kids. I've tried to help you with your your job. I've done everything that I can. You're sucking the life out of me, okay? You're draining me. I'm not your therapist, okay? I'm not your therapist. I I don't know what I can do for you any, any longer. I can't help you. So for for quite a few years, I disappeared. I told him I got to go. I happened to see him again at the mall right before the holiday. And I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I tried to ignore him. Actually, I did ignore him. I couldn't deal with it because I knew it was more drama coming. Okay. I couldn't deal with it. I was foolish enough to, after he followed me through the mall and I just ignored him and he literally followed me for one, I had a problem with that. You just don't do that. Just let me be. Okay. Just leave me alone because I'm showing you, I just don't even want to be bothered with it. So then finally the person starts back to calling back to back to back to back. I have, you know, I've gotten everything taken care of. I don't allow myself to be treated like that anymore you know and I I appreciate your friendship and I really like you and I I can recall saying please don't like me (laughs) just just I appreciate the fact that you acknowledged that I was there for you 
but I can't deal with you. Okay. I cannot be friends with someone like this and I couldn't date him. God knows I couldn't date him, you know, but as a friend, you know, since his self-esteem was so low, I would hang out with them and, and, and go places with them. And all of a sudden his low self-esteem is back. What is it that you like about me? You know, the spend time with me. You're really beautiful. You're this. And why would you want me? I did. Here's the problem. I never said I wanted you. Like I explained to him, honey, I never said I wanted you. You shouldn't even, these are questions you don't even have to ask. I'm being a friend to you. There's nothing wrong with going out with you as a friend. He, the poor man was so damaged. He couldn't even understand that I was just being a friend. You know, and his self-esteem was so low to the fact that he didn't even understand why I would even go out with him just as a friend. And I'm like, I can't, I, I'm not gonna, I can't entertain this again. I can't, you know, and I told him, you've got to do better. You got to love yourself, but... I I stopped talking to him and I, the thing about social media people will find you. So he found me on social media, sent me this long message and I'm like, "Oh gosh, he found me." Okay. So I'm listening, you know, typing, "How's it going?" is the question I ask. Why did I do that? Because he told me, well, <clears throat> I was in a a bar with some co-workers and, and, um, they, his co-workers, they got the fighting and one of the girls, and as a woman, you should know as a woman, don't get in the middle of men fighting. Number one. Okay. Don't do it. That's the first issue, the first problem. So one of, some woman jumped in the middle of these guys fighting and he then decided to put himself in there. And I knew he was a little bit too timid to even be in a situation like that, but he put himself in it and somehow the guy ended up body slamming him on his head and he had a um, brain injury. And now he, his memory, his memory is is gone. You know, he can't remember things. One moment he's driving, he doesn't remember how he got where he's, what, you know, where he ended up. And it's sad because once again, had you listened to me and stayed away from negative people, negative situations, you wouldn't be like this. His daughter doesn't talk to him because she doesn't like the fact that he has this brain injury and that he forgets things and she doesn't have time for him. Now, his son was always such a sweet kid. I cannot complain about anything dealing with his son. But his daughter was always, she was selfish from the beginning. And now that her father has this brain injury, 
she, you know, she doesn't want anything to do with him. I feel bad for him, but he hasn't learned. And it's sad, even with this injury, he's still out there doing the same things he's doing before, that he was doing before. He's out here meeting I don't know, and I I don't put down any other woman. I try not to do that. But he's meeting these women with no morals, no self-respect, no nothing. He's meeting these women and putting himself in the same situation. And now he's even doing it and doesn't, he doesn't remember things. That's, you're, you're setting yourself up to be hurt in a more serious way than you've already been hurt. I told him, I said, you know, I wish you a lot of luck. I will pray for you. But I can't, I cannot deal with you. Because even after this bad experience that you've had, and at first I didn't believe it until I actually ended up seeing it on the news that it really did happen and that it was really him reading about it as well um i just couldn't do it i couldn't and i wherever he's at i i i wish him a lot of luck and i i will continue to pray for him because god knows he needs it because he's he gets around these negative people negative situations and women with these whorish ways and he always he gets the short end of the stick and it's sad that you're and I will say it's sad because your self-esteem is not where it should be and this is why I say damaged goods I know I've taken up about 25 almost 30 minutes of time talking about this one person but I wanted to show you this is the type of relationship when I say damaged goods this is damaged goods this is something you no one wants to deal with because I'm telling you it will suck every bit of your energy out I will find myself feeling so exhausted after even having one hour conversation with this person and have you ever talked to someone until you feel like you you've talked so much your your throat your mouth is dry you're talking and you're talking and this person isn't listening to you that's how i am with this person no matter how i tried to help him nothing worked he would go right back to the beginning where he whines about it where he tells me how everyone's mistreating him how i'm the only one that's nice to him how you know how I, I like you so much. I really like you. I think I love you. Actually, I know I love you, but I know you don't want to be with me like that. No, because I'm going to tell you right now. No, I can't be with you like that. I can only be your friend. I'm here to be your friend. I was there to be a friend. That's all I wanted. I knew that I couldn't be with anyone like him. Yes, I treated him well. I treat everyone with respect. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't out there beating him up. I wasn't out there um, mistreating him, disrespecting him. I, I give everyone their respect, okay? But he couldn't date anyone like me. 
I mean, he would have had a good woman had I did date him, but I wasn't going to put myself in that situation. You know, but he he said it himself. He's damaged goods. You know, he admitted it. He's not the only person that is admitted to being damaged. But like I tried to explain to him, if your therapist isn't getting through to you, maybe you need to maybe try a different therapist or just sit and think about what's going on in your life and see what you can change. But everything I said, is like nothing helped. Nothing helped at all. And it's sad because I tried. I tried to help him. Well, um... I need to take a brief break and I will be right back. Hello and welcome back to Life As It Is with me, Dora Middleton. In this segment, I've been talking about damaged goods, meaning damaged people. Um, I've been talking about relationships and people that have been in like bad relationships that that's left them a little bit traumatized and damaged. I was telling you a story about a person that I knew, a friend that I tried to help for years, but continued to go back to dating the same type of people and getting himself in the same type of relationships and situations until no matter what I did, I was unable to help him. And I tried. I tried to help him in every way possible. He had a therapist. He had me trying to help him, but we none of us were getting through until finally I had to walk away. And that's why I say when a person tells you up front, when you meet a person that they are damaged, you believe them when they tell you this. And, and then you have to ask yourself, am I equipped enough to deal with this person? OK, and I tried you know, I I tried to help him the best way that I could, but it's like he would it looked like he was straightened up for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and then he would go right back to being the same person that I tried to get him out of being. Allowing these women to do the things that they did to him, allowing himself to be used, mistreated, belittled. But that's what he liked. If that's the type of treatment that a person likes, no matter how you come and try to get them out of that situation, they're going to get back in it. They're going to look for the same type of man or woman that they had that treated them as low as they did, that belittled them, that talked down on them. That's the type of person they want. That's the type of person they're used to being with. That's the type of person they want to be with. And as I stated earlier, when I talked to you all about this person for 30 minutes, I just wanted you to see why I said damaged. Because in a situation like that, we we can't help them if they don't want to help themselves. That's why when someone openly tells me when I've met them, well, I'm damaged goods, I tell them, okay. I understand that. I appreciate you being honest with me. I will be this person's friend, 
But if it gets to the point to where I see that they're moving on to be like that person that I talked to you all about, I have to let it go. Because how can I be a friend to you if I'm talking to you, I'm trying to help you, you're not listening to me. I can't allow you to bring that negativity into my life. Not even as a friend. Because when you entertain negative situations like that, negativity follows you as well. And I I don't want that. I can't tolerate that. So I'm just saying you can be there for a person. But just make sure that you don't allow yourself to be sucked in. And I think I was being a friend to this person and I allowed myself to be sucked into that their drama. I allowed myself to keep trying to help this person and this person would say that they get what I'm saying, but they would put themselves back in the same situation and then turn around and want to drain me with it. You're you're coming to drain my energy. You know, you're coming to put that on me. I don't want that. No. And I, I said after that, I can't do it. You know, I can't. I I didn't want to be mean and when the person said that he was damaged I was like okay how damaged could he be you know it's okay to be his friend but it was hard even being a friend it's hard you know and I know some people might be out there saying that listen to this segment well how could you turn your back on this person I had to for my own sanity I had to turn my back on this person I helped them in every way possible I couldn't help him anymore. I had nothing else to give. He had sucked the life out of me, all of my energy. I couldn't take it anymore. I tried to be here as a friend, but it was hard. I I couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't. So in saying that, what this story is talking about is just know what you're getting yourself into. When a person tells you they're damaged goods and they start bringing up old relationships and and everything that happens, they want to tell you, well, this happened this way in this relationship. You know, if you're being good to them as a friend and they starting to question you, well, why are you so nice to me? The other person that I was friends with or or the other person I dated wasn't good to me. They said this. They said that. Get out of it because it's basically they're they're saying, okay, they want to be treated the same way they were being treated the first time that you're now wasting your time being friends or being anything with these people because they can't see past the hurt and the pain that they had before. But it seems to me like they still want that same hurt and pain. If you're not giving it to them, they're questioning you to why you're not doing it. Why are you not? giving them the same, making them feel the same way, putting them down, making them feel this pain, making them feel like they're less than. You're not there for that. I know I'm not, I'm not here for that, you know, and um, I got myself out of that situation and I have promised myself from this day forward, I would never allow anyone to come into my life with those type of problems because I'm not equipped to know his, his own therapist couldn't help him. So I couldn't help him. Yes, I studied psychology, but I couldn't even help him. I tried. 
I tried. And it didn't work. I don't know what anyone can do at this point to help him. You have to want to help yourself. When you find people like that, they have to want to help themselves. If they are not willing to help themselves, then there is definitely nothing that you can do or nothing you can say that's going to help these people. And if you try, you're going to suck the life out of yourself. And no, you shouldn't do that. It's not fair to you. I know it wasn't fair to me because I went to sleep listening to this person's problems and then my phone ring again and I'm listening to it again. And and then even when I would try to tell the person, hey, why don't you just go hang out somewhere? We would go bowling, go to the movies, go out to eat. It was the same thing. If it wasn't these exes that he had in his life, it was his coworkers, his boss, it was his kids. It was always something. And I'm like, didn't I tell you how to handle this situation months ago? Until finally I said, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. And I, the last straw was when, like I stated before, when this person called me and told me what what had happened to him, I was done. I'm like, this, had you listened, you wouldn't have been in that situation. I was done, you know, because it, it, it makes you afraid to where you might hear about something actually happening to them to where it ends their lives. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a part of that because I'm just, you know, I'm trying to help you and you're not listening and you're doing what you want to do. And you're going back to this cycle of pain that you've been in this cycle of disrespect. And I, I don't want to be a part of that. So I just, I had to get out. Okay. I kind of felt bad because I'm like, I feel like I'm, I, I've abandoned this person, but I didn't, I gave this person all the help that I could give him. But if he's not willing to help himself, I can't help him. That's why I tell, I'm telling you all in this segment, when you find someone that tells you, when you meet a person and after meeting them and talking to them or even hanging out and they tell you, oh, they're damaged goods, take them, take that, that, that statement and, and walk away. Tell them, okay, I wish you luck. I will pray for you. You really should seek some help. Get a therapist and stay with this therapist as long as it takes for them to get you where you need to be because you and I can't we can't do this we can't I can't help you because nine times out of ten you can't help them they don't want to be helped they're used to this cycle and when you're good to them as a friend or whatever they they don't understand they're going to start questioning you asking you why you're so good to them why you're not beating them up physically or mentally and I'm I can't I can't do it and I that's why I did this segment so any of you that might be in a situation like that, you will get out of it so that you won't drain yourself. You won't you, you won't do that to your your mental, you know, you don't do that to yourself mentally. Because there's a mini day I felt like I had just probably ran a marathon and and hadn't slept for uh, a month 
after talking to this person for 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. And that wasn't a good feeling. And I'm telling you all mentally, it will wear you out. And if you want your mental state to be good, the way it was when you met this person, then you got to let them keep moving. You can't allow them to come to you with that. Do not allow anyone to enter into your life telling you that they're damaged because they're going to bring all that stress to your life. Okay, so just remember that. And I did this segment so that someone can listen to it and understand where I'm coming from so that you won't make the same mistake I made. Because when I tell you, it was like, I I believe 10 or 15 years of pure hell, me being a friend, 10 to 15 years of me being this person's friend. And that person drained me to where I thought I was losing my mind. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? How can why is it that I cannot help this person? You know, it was almost, it started to be like a project. Like I, you know, I got to finish this, this project here. I have to help this person. And that's not, that's not the way it should be. I couldn't help him. I couldn't, no matter how I tried. So I'm just praying that if you're listening to this segment and you're dealing with a person like this, then get out. Wish them well. Tell them to find them a very, very good therapist. And get out for your own peace of mind. Get out. Okay? All right. I would like to thank you all for joining me in this segment um, regarding damaged people, damaged relationships, And I hope that whoever listens to this understand where I'm coming from. And if you're in a situation like this, please get out of it for your own mental state. Get out of it. All right. Thank you again for joining me, Dora Middleton, on Life As It Is. Take care.